Welcome back. This is Bible Beyond the Basics, and we continue the conversation on Jesus on the Sabbath. Remember that Bible Beyond the Basics is brought to you by Dika Human Ministries International of 66A Brunswick Avenue in Spanish Town, Jamaica, physical location at Dikayuma, we have worship services on the Saturday mornings and also on Sundays as well, every other Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m., every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., Wednesday evenings at 7.30 p.m. All these meetings can be accessed on our Zoom platform, Zoom link 883-3844-4496, uppercase DMR i password that is so please join us for more of this wonderful good studies at this location on our zoom link we continue the conversation the study on the sabbath before the break we established the position that jesus was a jew and as a jew his entire lifestyle was jewish as a practicing Jew, Jesus kept the entire Torah, that is, all the laws of the Old Testament. Very, very important. Many times as people, you know, push or try to teach the position of the Sabbath, they forget to look at the context of Jesus and to take into consideration that Jesus was a Jew, and as a Jew, he practiced the entire Torah. Therefore, if we should model the exact format of all our actions based on exactly what Jesus did, we should practice the entire Torah as well. That is the reason why before the break, I made the point that Israel will follow the principles of his life and teachings. We do not necessarily follow the exact manifestations of those principles as Jesus manifested them. I'm going to show from the New Testament now examples of this position hmm? number one jesus was circumcised yes luke 2 21 therefore if you say that we if you say i'm sorry that Jesus is our example in all things, and he was circumcised, then what's the logical conclusion? We ought to be circumcised as well. But we know from the rest of the New Testament that circumcision is not, was not mandatory for Christians. Let's look at the, the, the text. Let's look at the text. Jesus was circumcised, Luke 2, 21. And when eight days were completed before his circumcision, his name was then called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. So according to Luke 2.21, 
Jesus was circumcised. Yes, his mother Mary and Joseph took him to the temple eight days after birth, and he was circumcised. Therefore, if Jesus is our example in the literal expressions of all his actions, then Christians today should practice physical male circumcision. For Jesus did exactly that. However, Paul and uh, the author of Hebrews and the Acts Council, Acts 15, the entire book of Galatians, for example, all those sources show us that circumcision is not a requirement. So hmm, those early Christians were living contrary to how Jesus lived. Jesus in his ministry never preached against circumcision. As a matter of fact, the only time he spoke about circumcision, I think is John 7, 21, thereabout, he spoke positively of circumcision. So Jesus was circumcised, never preached against circumcision. Yet the early Christians refused to circumcise. They were not practicing things exactly as Jesus did it. Mm -hmm. So the fact that Jesus engaged in a particular action does not necessarily mean that that action is mandatory in Christians today. The fact that Jesus observed the Sabbath does not mean that it is mandatory in Christians today. Why? Jesus was a Jew and he practiced many, many, all, in fact, all the Jewish practices. And of course, as we have shown and we'll see coming further, the Sabbath was distinctively Jewish. Yes, ma'am, the Sabbath was distinctively Jewish. The Old Testament is a sign of the covenant, Exodus chapter 31, a sign of the covenant between God and Israel. And if I may just go back a little bit, uh, the Sabbath was never commanded in Genesis chapter 2, never commanded. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, none of the patriarchs kept the Sabbath. So the first time we see the Sabbath being commanded was in Jewish culture. And as is well known, background to scripture, Old Testament, New Testament, New Testament, the Sabbath is a distinctively Jewish action. Jewish practice. But let's rest a little bit. I'll get back to that. The point I'm making at this juncture is that Jesus was circumcised and Christians, we do not circumcise today. In other words, we do not necessarily follow through with everything Jesus did. Let me move on. Jesus was made to participate in the purity rites of childbirth. Luke 2, 22. And when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses was completed, I'm sorry, when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Verse 23 of Luke 2, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what was said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle dove and two young pigeons. 
According to Leviticus chapter 12, 40 days after a male child was born, the mother should offer at least two turtle doves and two young pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her and she shall be clean. And that's the Jewish ritualistic law of childbirth. And God allowed his son to participate in that. So therefore, again, if Jesus is our example in the literal expression of all things, then parents, Christian parents, should be offering some sacrifices for their babies. That's exactly what Jesus did. Hmm? Let's move on. Jesus endorsed the sacrificial system. Whoops, this is a big one. Jesus endorsed the sacrificial system. Yes, he did. So if Jesus is our example in all things, Christians today should be offering sacrifices. So if you say that Jesus uh, kept the Sabbath, then it does not necessarily mean that we ought to keep it. No. I hope you're seeing the logic I'm showing that it's not a solid logic. The premise is not very strong to say that because Jesus kept the Sabbath, therefore we ought to keep it. And be with me because there are some of the key points I want to punch here. But let's look at the point that Jesus practiced endorsed the sacrificial system. Matthew 5, 23. Uh, no, let me take Matthew 8, Matthew 8 and verse 4. In Matthew chapter 8, Jesus cleansed a leper. And then Jesus gave the leper the following command. See that you tell no one, but go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded for a testimony to them. Go show yourself to the priest and present the offering that Moses commanded. What was the offering that Moses commanded? Leviticus chapter 14, and you can read from verse 1 to 7. Let me just pick verse 6 and 7. As for the light bird, he shall take it together with clean cedar wood and scarlet string and hyssop, and shall dip them and the live bird in the blood of the bird that was slain over running water. Leviticus chapter 14, when a leper is cleansed, this is what the leper was commanded to do. He should take two birds and one of the birds should be killed, dipped in running water. And he shall then sprinkle seven times the one who is to be cleansed with the, from the leprosy and shall pronounce him clean and he shall let the live birds go free. Let me just summarize this. In Leviticus chapter 14, when a leper was cleansed, he was supposed to get two birds. Kill one of the birds, dip the bird in running water, and then sprinkle the leper and uh, the other birds, the other bird, I'm sorry, with the 
blood of the dead bird and then let one of the birds go free. In other words, you should engage in a ritual when you examine it is tantamount to that of the practice on the Day of Atonement. Hmm? In other words, when a leper was cleansed, he was supposed to offer a sacrifice. And Jesus cleansed the leper and sent the man to go practice this sacrificial thing. Therefore, if Jesus is our example in the literal expressions of everything that he did, then we should also practice animal sacrifices and engage in purity rites of childbirth and circumcise because Jesus did just that. Let me run on quickly. Jesus recommended the Jewish tithing system. But woe to you, Pharisees, for you pay tithe of mint and rue and every kind of God and herb, and yet disregard justice and love of God. But these things you should have done without neglecting the other. The tithing system here, by the way, just read from Luke 11, 42-44. The tithing system was a practice of a ritualistic practice, again, because tithing was something what was paid from uh, agricultural goods and every time in the old testament where tithing is mandated burnt offerings and votive offerings and other quote-unquote ceremonial offerings were also prescribed please see deuteronomy chapter 12 Leviticus chapter 25, Malachi chapter 3, tithing was an Old Testament agricultural practice. They pay tithe not from salary, but from agricultural goods. Therefore, if as Christians you follow everything that Jesus you know, practiced, then Christians should be paying tithe not from salary, but from agricultural produce. You see, just that. But just let get to the Jesus and the observance of other days. And I'm running out of time, just about two minutes to go. But Jesus uh, practiced or engaged in keeping the other Jewish feasts and holy days. Jesus observed the feast of Booth. According to John chapter 7, Jesus observed the feast of Booth. Jesus observed tabernacles. Jesus observed Passover. Jesus observed Pentecost. Jesus observed Hanukkah. All of those are seen in the Gospel of John. It was his custom to attend and engage and command the disciples to practice these other Jewish holy days. Therefore, if Jesus' Sabbath-keeping is mandatory because he kept Sabbath, then his command for animal sacrifices, circumcision, keeping of Passover, Pentecost, tabernacles, all of those other Sabbaths, then as Christians, we should keep them today. I'm sorry, I'm out of time, but I'm going to get back to this and drill down and clarify some more. But Jesus kept 
Passover. It was his custom to keep Passover. It was his custom to keep tabernacles and Pentecost. We receive that when we come next time. Therefore, if one should say that Jesus kept the Sabbath, therefore the Sabbath ought to be kept, then one should also say that Passover and Pentecost and tabernacles and animal sacrifices and circumcision and all of those things ought to be practiced by Christians today because Jesus did just that. And if one should say that Jesus's other keeping of the holy days are really are not required today because they found their fulfillment in him, please be reminded that Jesus is the fulfillment of the entire Old Testament and the Sabbath found its fulfillment in Jesus as well. Therefore, if on the grounds of fulfillment Passover or Pentecost or Tabernacles, the specific days of those holy times. If on the grounds of fulfillment, those holy times are not mandatory today, then the seventh day Sabbath is also not mandatory today because that day, the seventh day, also found its fulfillment in Jesus. So sorry, got to cut it here, but I'll come back next study, please. And I will clarify this some more. I know all the questions have not been answered, but basically we are seeing this week that Jesus was a Jew, and as a Jew, he engaged in many Jewish practices, Sabbath being one of them. But the fact that he engaged in Sabbath keeping does not make it mandatory because he also engaged in the keeping of many other holy days and Jewish practices that the rest of the New Testament, the Christian world today, do not hold as mandatory. Very simple, very easy. Huh? We continue to study with love and understanding. This is Bible Beyond the Basics brought to you by Dickey Ministries International. Please visit us online at dikaioma.com. See our services or the program on Facebook and Instagram and also podcast Buzzsprout. Thank you so very, very much for staying with me for the study. I look forward to engaging you again next week. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye for now.